Welcome to another episode of the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in real estate. I'm your host, Victor Manash. Today, we're going to be talking about unsolicited offers. Sometimes in a hot market, you get unsolicited offers. This is something that happened to me this very week on a property that I bought about 10 years ago. And it's a rental property that I've been renting extremely well. It's been doing quite well in my portfolio. And I got an envelope in the door from a broker, someone who said he had a client that wanted to buy my property. So without going into the details of exactly what the negotiation was, I want to take you through the thought process of some of the questions I was asking myself in determining whether I even wanted to sell the property. Now, it just so happens I received this offer at a moment when the property was vacant for the first time in eight years. Now, it's only been vacant for a couple of weeks, so it's not very painful, and the tenant who left gave me last month's rent, so I'm not out of pocket economically. And we have lots of interest from new prospective tenants who might want to rent the property in the near future. So it's not like I had to sell the property. Far from it. So the first question I asked myself is, if I was to buy that property today, knowing what I know now, would I rush out and buy that specific property? Is that an investment that I would make in today's market? Now, to be clear, this property has been a good property for me. It has not been a problem property. It hasn't generated a tremendous amount of cash flow. And from time to time, it's been cash flow neutral and even more recently, slightly negative cash flow. But overall, it's been a good property for me. However, knowing what I know now, it's very clear I would not rush out and buy that property today in today's market, even at the price that I bought it at back you know, 10 years ago. That's applying a concept called zero-based thinking. It's consuming a little bit of time and effort. It's not generating a lot of cash. It's a property that will appreciate over time, but it's not going to appreciate dramatically. So now that we've established I wouldn't rush out and buy that property, the question is, why am I hanging on to it? So that's the first question. Now, the next question is, if I sell it, what's going to be the consequence of selling it? Is there going to be a specific tax consequence that I don't want to trigger at this point in time? Or are there going to be some other interest differential penalties or penalties for early termination of the mortgage that I will not find acceptable? So the next thing I did is I actually called the lender, asked for the current principal balance on the loan, and asked for any penalties associated with early termination of the loan prior to the end of the five-year fixed term on the loan. The lender was able to confirm for me that there would be a three-month interest penalty, but there would be no interest differential penalty. So for those of you who don't know what that is, an interest differential penalty says that the lender wants to be compensated for the loss of interest. So let's say, for example, if the interest at the start of the loan was sitting at 5%, and today, let's say interest rates were sitting at 3%, there would be a difference of 2% between the start of the loan and today. By early termination of the loan, they would be losing 2% of interest for the balance of the term of the loan, and they would charge you that interest differential penalty for however long is left in the term of the loan, so they're not out of pocket when they go to relend the money at today's interest rates. Of course, in today's interest rate environment, interest rates have been low for a long period of time. They are increasing ever so slightly, and there is no interest differential penalty. So the cost to me for selling the property at this point in time from a penalty perspective, is extremely low. It's quite manageable. This property was one that I had actually purchased in my name, so it's not being held in a corporation or in some other entity, and therefore it's something that is appearing on my own personal credit as a debt against my name. So There's a property that I wouldn't necessarily not go out and buy today. Not only that, if I was to buy it, I would have probably put it in a corporation not in my personal name. So those are the questions that I asked myself even before I got into a discussion about negotiation with the buyer about potentially going forward with a counteroffer 
or accepting their initial offer, which was a little bit too low. But before I even went ahead with giving them a counteroffer, I wanted to answer those questions first, because if I didn't have the right answer to those questions, there's no point in negotiating a sale price. Hopefully taking you through this thought process has been helpful. In the meantime, as you're evaluating your own real estate portfolio, have a spectacular day. Go out, make some great things happen, and we'll talk to you tomorrow.